0: You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation.
1: Welcome back, and thank you all for joining us for Episode 2 of Empire of Rust. And an even bigger thank you to all the folks who commented on Twitter, posted on Facebook, and had kind words for us on Discord. Last episode, we had a long intro, so I'll keep this one short. If you're liking the show, please rate and review wherever you get podcasts. And now, on to the show. And when we last left our heroes, a bomb had just blown up next to the building, mostly due to Pythagoras.
2: Well, to be fair, I didn't put it there in the first place. Nor did I. Well, in the way you did. I mean,
3: <laughs> you ever been hard pressed to try to get rid of a bomb?
2: <laughs> I have demonstrated how not to do it. It's probably better than it would it would have been where it was.
1: Walk us through what is going through Pythagoras' head over here.
2: Pythagoras wants to tell everyone to evacuate, and he needs to evacuate the people who are up with him, because the uh, structural integrity of this, this building isn't going to hold out for very much longer. Now, do you blame yourself? Having recriminations—it's <laughs> only been about five seconds. So, <laughs> well, upon ref- sober reflection, considering not dying yet, you know, I'll think about that later. We get
4: really fast.
2: Yeah. Well, it's a lot better than I'm tossing it in the middle of a crowd. I mean, That's that great. was an option. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what I thought you were going to do when you said you were you were going to throw the bomb. I was like, where are you going to throw it? Into the building? All right, it's going to blow up in there. Out the window? I was going to go in the crowd. I was going yeah. to hate
2: you. Yeah, I know. I was like, I didn't have a good place to target. Like I figured the only way I could do it is get it up in the air. But uh, So yeah. destroy the other yeah, rescue Yeah, oh, I didn't party. want to do that either. Destroy the other if rescue parties. If can
4: <laughs> warn the others that there might be secondary bombs... Because if this one had a bomb and it was on a timer, then maybe all the other ones are going off at the
2: same time. In my uh, brief engineering check, could I tell whether it was this is deliberate or...
1: You haven't heard any other bombs go off at the same time as this one did? So you probably imagine that it was maybe just a mistake that the whoever put the bomb there had hit maybe had hit eight instead of one or something like that. Maybe it hit instead of a ten minute timer, he you know, only put this he put this one on like a thirty minute timer.
4: Could be a proximity trigger, like like I said with the like the first retaliators. Like, hey, we go in and as soon as somebody gets close to it.
1: Sets itself off.
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, you don't need a timer and a proximity trigger.
1: But you're not able to figure out if it was deliberately set longer than the other ones, or if it was simply a mistake. Well,
2: considering this building is less damaged, it probably was a mistake. Um, cause, you know, because it's probably it was intended that one to go off too. So. Anyway, you know, this sober, upon sober reflection, let's get the hell out of here.
4: I was going to say, if the building... Like, if the bomb is literally going to blow up, like, Carapace's instinct is to try to run over on top of him and protect him from, oh, that the, would be great. from the blast and the... Because the, uh, if the building collapses, I can absorb the hit. And he won't. Are you small
2: enough that if I transform around you, I could actually put you inside of me? Like, I mean, if you have a place for, like, a cockpit or something like that, yeah. But we have these two dudes, too. So, I mean, can...
4: Well, the pteranodon can fly away. Well, the pteranodon can, can fly out the floor. window, yeah.
2: and the raptor. Well, well, if he comes down here, maybe the pteranodon can break his fall. They get out of the window, and then we could, we could, you could do what you said and drive down the stairs or something. I don't know. So the
1: bomb goes off along the upper, uh, along the roof, uh, right near where floor seven is, and the explosion shakes the entire building. I need all of you to make a reflex save.
3: Uh, sweet spot, I rolled a four, which means I got 11. Pretty good with the uh, reflex. However, the roll, not so much. Is that a bomb?
1: You can't tell what's going on because obviously you didn't see the bomb or see anything going on up there, but you did feel the effects of it as the building starts shaking under your feet. Rex, but you and your friends? I rolled a one, so
4: I'm under the building right now.
1: What about a and raptor?
4: So Tyrandon's flying. So he is fine. Uh, I don't know what kind of saves they have, but he's got a Dex. Raptor has a 16 Dex and I rolled an 18, so I, mean, I guess he's probably fine. Right? <laughs> 21 minimum. Yeah. Either way,
1: he'll be okay. Carapace.
4: Uh, Carapace rolled a, uh, has has an 18, but his intention is to to protect uh, Pythagoras. Okay. So and if that means going out the window, like in taking the fall, or just jumping on top of him and then having the building collapse on top of him, either is fine with it. Wild streak?
2: Wild streak in a sixteen. Pythagoras got a 10, and uh, uh, Magnum got a 8, I think it was.
1: Uh, is that with
2: the penalty? That yeah, is with the penalty, yes.
1: Okay. The penalty is that since he is a, a structure former and he transforms into a building, essentially, his dex is going to be at a negative 5.
2: As though no 0?
1: As though, yeah. Okay. As yeah. Though.
2: Although he is a structure as well, so he's not on feet, so he falls over, he falls <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so it is Rex, Pythagoras, and Sweetspot, who are in a little bit of trouble right here. Fine, you'll be fine. I'm sure you'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Let me just get some guys here. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of guys. That's all. So Sweets, and Rex, and Pythagoras are each going to take five damage. But Pythagoras don't take the damage yet. The rest of you are going to take one. However, Carapace, you said you want to protect Pythagoras as much as possible. Yarp. So if you want to, I will let you take damage for him. Yep. And he will take none. Okay, I would like that. All right. So you, so you will take five. Pythagoras gets away. scot free
2: Thank you very much. Um, even I'm going to be completely surprised by a giant robot jumping on top of me. <laughs> So was this from this is like from the initial blast on the shake?
1: Nope. Uh, what you the damage you're taking is because the building is coming down.
2: Okay, so there just almost immediately just
1: Yep, the bomb goes off, shakes whatever is left of the structural integrity on this place, destroys a couple of load-bearing supports on the upper level. The roof falls into the seventh floor, which then falls into the sixth floor, into the fifth, and the entire thing comes down like a giant stack of pancakes. All of you manage to jump and dodge and avoid the worst of it. And some of you are able to kind of get outside of a window, and some of you are kind of stuck as the building collapses. Was the damage considered
4: physical? Because in my form I have damage reduction just because I have armor on, effectively. Yes, it is. So it does play awesome. Okay. So I, I have damage reduction, one, when I am in ar- uh, combined form, and two, when I'm in tank form. Oh, very nice. And I'm not in tank form right now, so.
1: And yes, that would apply to all of you as well. If you have any DR, uh, you that will get taken off so the top
4: on that. Does the building the what's the term for you? structure former? Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys gain hardness when you're like since you have no decks?
2: He has hardness. Yes, he has two hardness when he's in structure form. Which I was going to ask you, since you didn't, I don't think you mentioned Magnum. Does he take the five damage, some presumably he failed like the rest of them? Yeah, or is he a special would, case because he can't jump out of the building?
1: I would say he takes the, the the full damage as though he failed
2: the save because he can't really jump Well, he got an eight anyway, so he failed. I can't, I can't imagine he, just, he made the save. The penalty
1: to to being a, a structure for in that case really just, that's the penalty for it, so. But well, you
4: only take three.
3: Yeah, I know. Awesome. Transformers. The only RPG where you can, at level one, have a building dropped on you and
2: survive. (laughs) (laughs) Or have a building dropped on top of another building.
1: (laughs) So I have just revealed this map of essentially a broken building. As you can see, all of you are in different areas. And the blue circles that you are seeing are the corpses. Of other bots that you have not discovered in this building.
2: Well, they weren't dead before.
1: They are certainly now. The exit is off to the north. Why don't we roll initiative here? First time we roll initiative on the podcast. Nice. Why don't we start with you, sweet spots?
3: Got me a twenty-three. Rex. Rex got a nineteen.
1: And your companions are going to go on your initiative. Carapus.
4: Carapace is a twenty-two rolled very
5: well. Wild Strike. Wild Strike at seven. <laughs>
1: That's a pretty low roll, that Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Magnum and Pythagoras.
2: I think I missed what you said to him. Uh, maybe... Do they all go on the same initiative? Yeah, just for simplicity's sake. Yeah. I mean, they have the same modifier. Right. Well, not at the moment, but... Um, whose deck should I use?
4: <laughs> I would use the not negative five decks. Well,
1: I'm just, I'm just wondering if I have a
2: choice, because...
1: Uh, why don't you use Magnum? Oh, not Magnum. Because uh, Magnus is the only no one who's actually acting. Doing stuff.
2: Okay. Twelve.
4: So did like the building actually like collapse? Collapse. Pan- Pancaked, yeah. Okay. Yep. Awesome.
3: Yep. Now I want pancakes.
4: You always want pancakes.
3: Who doesn't always <laughs> want pancakes? <laughs> They're pancakes.
1: Uh, so the order is as follows. Sweet Spot coming in first. Carapace not very far behind, followed by Rex, followed by Magnum, and then followed up by Wildstruck. So, Sweet Spot, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you want to do.
3: Oh my gosh.
1: looks like you have uh, quite quite a bit of ground to cover, and you have some friends that you have not seen yet.
3: Okay, well, uh, out of the friends that are near me that I can hopefully see, you guys all right? You hurt? Got any broken limbs? Can't transform? Can't get out of here? Can't get out of my way? Can you stop asking so many fucking questions? You're going to suck in the mouth. <laughs> I was going to say, we got word in edgewise. <laughs> well, obviously, you're okay. Either that was a bomb, or you have some faulty exhaust. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm okay. <laughs> Alright. How about you? I'm good. How are you, though? I'm pretty good. Just need you to get out of my way, though. I'm uh, feeling a little claustrophobic in here. Wanna go. Wanna go. I will transform and just edge my way until they get out of my way. <laughs>
2: beep. <laughs> beep. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> you honking horns for rubble?
1: <laughs> Carapace, you are in a separate group with Pythagoras and Trinadon and Raptor. You can't quite see See where the other group is, but you can see your friends around you and you were successful in protecting Pythagoras <laughs> during the collapse. Uh, well so
4: for the for the Raptor and the Pteranodon, I'm like, hey, if you guys want to get under me so that like while I move, you're not just being destroyed. Uh, so I, I have an ability that allows me to move through difficult terrain without any difficulty. Like I'm not slowed down by it. And as a tank, I can pretty much kind of drive through things. But I would like Pythagoras and Laser and Blazer to be underneath me, so that as I move, they're not being crushed. And if I can pull them inside of me, I don't know how big they are.
2: They're just, uh, they're tiny, so they could they they could if you have a cockpit, they could sit in. It. Okay, you know. Then I'll I'll do that. All right, let's drive around in the tank. Yeah, I'll turn into a tank.
3: Is anyone else aroused by the last five sentences?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Only the last five. Try not to
3: think about that.
4: I've been around since I jumped on his head You try
3: not thinking about that Who are you
2: kidding? His best friend's a structure, you know
3: Sounds like a solid relationship
1: (laughs) it has
3: got a good foundation
1: so that's what Kervas wants to do, wants to gather up everyone
4: yeah. nearby so he can Because I can move through probably without much difficulty. It's just like a like five feet per round I just move.
1: Uh how are you gonna move this turn or spend the, the turn gathering?
4: Yeah, I'll make sure that they're inside and then transform with them inside of me. So
1: uh, next up, Rex,
4: what do you want to do? Sweets is just so you to get the hell out of the way. So sick of sweets, but I do love them. Uh, Rex will start moving out of the way. We need to find a way out of here and find all our friends and find some
3: friends for sweets. Any, anybody at all? I'll put on my headlights so we can see. I thought those were fake headlights. Those, those are decals. not fake. I'm going to rip de- them right off <laughs> right now to prove it. If you do, it's going to hurt. Order me. Don't do it. Turns out there were stickers. No. I told you. I know a decal when I say one. I'm in so much denial.
2: I mean, showing your headlights only gets to certain kinds of friends. I mean... Honestly.
3: Is that how you get your position? No. Sweet. (laughs) Yes.
1: Well, he does move fast. Uh, You just move forward in two or three, or... Yeah, I I guess. Well, anybody there... So, as you come around that corner, you notice a little round round object uh, kind of sitting in the rubble. The bomb another bomb? Nope, it is not a bomb. Are you going to examine it or ignore it? I'll look
3: at it. Look at
1: it. It looks like a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like a security drone.
3: Looks like a security drone, everybody. I found a security drone, I think.
1: And as you are looking at it, you can see that it apparently is scanning me.
4: Looks like it's scanning me, everybody. (laughs) This is bad.
1: (laughs) And as it's scanning you, you kind of get a little bit of a closer look to the side there, and you see that it's got a little bit of damage on it.
4: It looks damaged. It's scanning me and it's damaged. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I've
2: seen this movie.
1: It looks like it's trying to bring its weapons to bear against
2: you. No. It's got a bear with weapons. <laughs> <laughs> More animals? Come on.
1: <laughs>
2: I will tame this one and make it my own. <laughs> This uh, is how all this. of my relationships start.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and as you keep on looking at it, you just shoot me for crying out loud. <laughs> that's exactly what it's going to do. As you are looking at it, it comes active, floats into the air, aims its guns at you, and tries to it, shoot. It, you. it, it
4: shoots me. So I get gonna and you go first.
1: It's going to be sixteen to hit. EAC. I got twelve.
6: You're gonna hit me with everything.
1: Alright, it floats up into the air, aims its weapons at your face, and hits you for five damage. <sighs> Max damage. What type of damage?
3: The owie kind?
1: Electricity. <laughs> that hurt everybody.
3: Sound like 20
2: animals, companions that I love them. 20? I'll tell you a minute. He's not actually a bot. He's actually just a collection of animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
4: have a combiner. He's already a, yeah, he's a combiner already.
3: <laughs> he, he's the Hydra version of a Transformer. You kill one head, two more will take its place.
2: Or the rat guy from Coraline. <laughs> ah, yes, the rat man.
1: After Rex saves the hit, all of you notice that two other security bots, also who have a bit of damage to them, from- Uh, Looks like they are active in the rubble and scanning for targets.
2: I think these should be recalled because they obviously didn't help when someone was running around shooting up the place, unless it was them.
4: I'm pretty sure they're the ones that were shooting up the place.
2: Or otherwise, though, it's like they weren't useful then, and now they've taken a little damage, and the first thing they do is hunt down civilians.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're discount security bots. <laughs> we let Ironhide know
4: that we're
2: being attacked by discount security bots? Uh, he you want to. Magnum Penin Pythagoras. You told us on the comm that you're getting shot by these things? Pretty sure I did. He relayed everything. Pretty sure it was a five-minute conversation I just had. Pythagoras. All right, well, he's in the tank, so he can't do anything. So Magnum's going to take a shot at this thing. Assuming, can he, continue, can he see it from here?
1: Yes. So he has weapons he can bring to bear?
2: Yep. His gun is a- mounted, is linked, so... And what is link? A link is a basic an inventory item that you can use while you're in your alternate form. So, if it's a if it's a linked weapon and you transform into a vehicle, then you have a mounted weapon or whatever you transform into, you have a mounted weapon. If it's a tech item, it's something that you can use that's sort of built in. It's basically built in equipment and weapons when you're in alternate form. If it's not something's not linked, then it just sort of goes in the storage. And uh, every different class, every different. I think the, alt, the theme, the, the alt forms have different numbers of slots that they can say how many weapons you can have, and so forth. How many does each of us have? Well, Magnum has two weapon <coughs> slots. Uh, Sweet Spot actually
3: has uh, one tech slot, one weapon slot, and three cargo slots.
4: Uh, Carapace, as a tank, has uh, five tech slots and eight weapon slots, which is not to be confused with eight weapons. It's eight bulk worth of weapons.
2: And the eight, eight bulk worth of weapons that you can actually use while you're in. doesn't mean you actually fire eight weapons until you gain the ability to fire eight weapons. Correct. But you could theoretically fire eight weapons in your alt form. Rex has one weapon and one tech slot. Uh, Magnum has six tech slots. Pythagoras doesn't have any.
4: One of the things that's special about linked weapons is that they do not count Against your bulk for what you can actually carry, since they are actually part of you, they're not extra weight. So that's a big difference, because like in my case, even though I'm not... Like, I have 80 pounds of weapon I can theoretically carry, but that doesn't mean I'm carrying eight bulk worth of stuff. So these guns are independent of my actual carrying capacity, which makes a huge deal for most characters (laughs) that
2: they run. Fifteen... EAC. It's KAC. Still makes it. Go ahead and damage. Mm-hmm. Five damage.
1: All right. That takes it. It does not blow up. It is not destroyed yet. While since I'm in tank form right now,
4: I actually have mm-hmm. multiple weapons. Can Pythagoras theoretically fire my
0: weapons while inside of me?
1: No, because you your weapons are essentially linked. by are, are hardwired into yourself. Okay. Whereas if he was. Uh, on like Magnum's actual form. Mm-hmm. The weapons that are designed to be wielded by someone else like a gunnery station Alright, ah, right. I can eventually
4: turn into a battle station, in which case he would be able to, but not yet.
1: Correct. Wildstrike, you are up.
5: I will move forward and I'm assuming I can see those two
1: security if I move up like here or so. Uh yeah, you can see the one to your northeast and your southwest. Okay. I'm going to fire on the one
5: that shot at Rex over there.
1: Okay. I'll get the one to the northeast. Yep. And I'm going to
5: use my Azimuth laser rifle. Take a shot. A ten. A ten is a miss. Perfect. Um I'll call up Sweet and say, come on, move forward. Watch out for the bots. Bots? What bots? You mean like
3: the bot that uh, shot oh, oh, that that that's gonna be a mark. I will drive up around Wildfire, and then stick it out around Rex and shine my high beams stickers on <laughs> on that security droid to uh, to kind of light it up.
4: They're advanced stickers, high tech stickers.
3: Well, I will also use my mounted uh, force missile, and that's your special power, correct? Yes, it is.
1: And what, pray
3: tell, is a special power? Special power. Everybody gets one. Uh, it's off of a list of uh, various things that, that boss can get. Uh, I'm not sure what the majority of the list was, but force missiles seem like the right thing for me to get. Basically, it's like a magic missile.
1: There's exactly. no magic
3: No, there isn't any magic. So it is a force missile. A uh, little projectile that fires out uh, pretty much never misses, does a little bit of damage. And so, since I'm aiming right at it, uh, it's going to take three points of damage from my missile shot.
4: Is it a minimum d4 plus one?
3: Yes.
1: And that is enough to blow that one up. Ho ho! First kill! Yes! That's right. Mm hmm. Is this truly your first kill?
3: Well, the security bots here are they sentient or just, just equipment based?
4: Make a life science. Obviously, audiences don't count. Because he's killed Plenty of audiences <laughs> Nice
3: I was like a Roadkill
4: I know he's run over A robo deer In his life somewhere
3: <laughs> Hey that nearly killed
4: me Yeah I was gonna say High octane You're a little tipsy Trying to uh, impress Your friends Friend
3: What was that Rolling uh, I was doing life, life sciences Life sciences
2: You have life sciences
3: I Do not So I cannot
2: What's alive to you
3: Oh no did I get it? Was that the one that was shooting at you? Please tell me that was the one that was shooting at you. Was that one right there? That one right there. That one right there by your face. Yeah. Okay. All right. It was self-defense. It's coming to your defense. It was coming right at you. Yeah, it was coming right at me. That's right.
2: Caracas, you, you are up next.
4: Is there one shooting at us from where we are?
1: Not yet, but you think that it has seen you and is probably going to move towards you as soon as it has a chance.
4: Okay, well, I will, uh, I guess I'm going to delay. So if it comes up and it fires at us, I'm going to fire at it. So I'm going to be readying my Red Star Conqueror, which is my primary weapon right now.
1: Uh, Rex, you are up next. Really? Sweets just, uh took, a sp- uh, took a swipe at this thing that attacked you and destroyed it.
3: Shot it with this. Little missile, but a fast missile. He's so very, vicious! Very
4: You're so vicious. So, do you envision like like a like a force bullet, or do you actually envision like you actually fire a missile that you can kind of like yeah, just a little tiny missile? Okay. So, Rex will move up a little bit, not too far. don't want shot again.
1: Okay. Uh, from there, you. I
4: see the vending machine. You see the vending machine? Yep. Ah, oh, I don't
1: know. One of this
4: bandages in that vending machine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello. <laughs> uh, you cannot see the other security bot from this angle. There's uh, too much rubble in debris in the way.
2: I don't want to see it. Can I warn him, or I'll have to wait till my turn? I don't want your turn, right? Now. All right. So, uh, Magnum and Dagris, what would you like to do? Pythagoras is going to sit inside the cockpit. Uh, Magnum will, I uh, guess, take another shot at this one that he can see. There's one over there, too. What a hit. It's now thoroughly intimidated. <laughs> it's a bit of a miss. I'm glad it's coming for you now.
4: <laughs> I did it on purpose. I didn't have to miss. I don't believe you.
1: So both of the remaining security drones, bots, not mm-hmm. drones, nine drones, mm-hmm. nine drones mm-hmm. both of the security bots move up and take a shot at the nearest people to them. So, the one in the north takes a shot at Magnum, and the one to the south takes a shot at Carapace.
4: I was ready in action, so I can.
1: Uh, yep. Yeah. Let's yeah. go, go ahead and take that.
4: So, I rolled a 17. My range attack is at a plus five, so I hit a 22 against EAC.
1: That is a hit, going to hold your damage.
4: And I did max damage, and that is ten, electricity and fire. And you destroyed the one approaching you. Which is going to be common for me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, did anyone hear that? That sounded like an intimidating weapon.
2: Yeah, above average.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one approaching Magnum attempts to shoot you with eleven.
2: No miss. He's getting shot a warning shot at me, too. But I'm not intimidated.
1: Wild well, strike.
2: I'm assuming that I heard that security
5: block fire around you, the corner. You heard it. You have not seen it yet. Perfect. I am going to move around. See uh, Can I get around the corner there and see it? Uh, yeah, you can, sure. Don't worry, wild strike. I already got this one. I'm going after the other one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I rolled the 20, so I'll do a critical. Uh, this is the Azimuth Laser Rifle, so it's going to fire damage. So double dice, and have a critical effect. So seven fire damage, and the
4: critical is burn 1d6. It takes the damage at the beginning of its round, and at the end of its round, it gets to make a save to put itself out. However, it gets to make a save right now to see whether or not it gets the burning effect. So
1: 14. Okay. Roll magic. Sweet spot, back to the top of the round is uh, round three.
3: Alright, do I think I have enough room to skid by here?
1: Um, uh, looks so you do. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, you can probably get as far as Magnum over there. I will
3: squeeze by here. Roll on through this rubble pile. Come over here and aim lights. Light it up. There he is. I got him. He's right there. I suppose at the end of my movement, I can transform, right? Yes, did I? Yeah. So, yeah, I will transform. And then... I can do nothing else.
1: Garapis, you're a little far out of range to do anything to the last security bot. But you do have some charges you're protecting, so what are you going to do?
4: I'm just going to get clear of the rubble. like So Like I'll just walk the closest way out to the building, and then once I'm out, I'll let them out.
1: How far can you move?
4: Uh, my speed is a four. So I'm assuming four squares would be a normal move, but since I'm not doing anything else, I'll do a double move. So, Could I go out the building that way? Heading north would be heading towards the plaza. Who
3: else was in your cockpit?
4: Pythagoras and uh, Blazer and Laser. <laughs> they all were. Okay. All except uh, the Triceratops. Laser... Here. Or Blazer 2, you know. <laughs> All
1: right, so we're doing Blazer for the Raptor and Laser for the Tyranodon? For now.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, just, what, AB, AB3 before, or one 2 C, I, I
1: One of the two. Just because it's easier for me to say Blazer, this <laughs> to say okay. okay, so up next would be the security bot. Who is going to try to take a shot at Sweets because it just shined. Sweets just shined in his headlights and uh, his face. He takes offense to this. They just kettles.
3: That's an 18 to hit. Hey, 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 hold on now. You don't You don't need to be shooting at me now. I didn't shoot at you. O- only your friend. Oh well, Magnum isn't moving.
1: You are. That's going to be two points of damage. Electricity damage to you.
3: You know what that is? It's speed prejudice. I'm moving faster than him, so you're going to shoot at me? I don't think I think, think so. it's like these things see like T-Rexes, though. Like, your know, motion is the only thing that they... It still doesn't matter. It's a prejudice. I'm, and I'm against it. All right, what do I take here? Two points of damage. I take two points of damage. On top of the building falling on top of me, I'm getting another two points of damage on top of me.
4: Oh, you have max ranks and complaining, don't you?
3: Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm going to have to buff this out and pull this tent out. And, what the, is this a hole? Is this a hole? I'm going to have to have that completely patch up. A wild
1: strike. I can still see it from there. see so it from there, and you have a clear shot. Are you going to destroy the thing? I'll use a full round action
5: for my Mark's Mech 1 ability.
1: Ooh, what is that?
5: It allows me to take a single attack as a full round action with an additional 1d8 of damage. Take a shot with the laser rifle again does a 16 hit
1: 16 EAC I'm assuming yes 16 hits
5: a 9 fire damage from that,
1: and that is enough to end its mechanical life
3: whoa that's it we survived our first fight like really fight like things shooting back at us it's it's very telling that you think this is the
2: first this is a fight
4: you're clearly from the city
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) mhm hey I'm from the city and this is just target practice you are the city Darn and you're right. So you're like a titan seed, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, well, some are big, some are bigger. So, here they are, they fall. I forgot where I was going <laughs> <laughs> I?
3: Same place you're always going. Nowhere.
2: Damn straight. <laughs> now, can somebody find my head for me, please?
4: I got your head. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Droid work? <laughs>
2: I appreciate it. <laughs> You'd be like C-3PO and take different heads on. Pythagoras will thank Car- Carapace for protecting him and being generally awesome. That's what I do. And then he's going to change back. So I envision, like,
4: I'm just, now that we're out of combat, that I, as, like, a tank, it's just, like, you just hear, like, the like, rumbling, and I just, like, like, come right through the wall. Like, Oh.
2: There's right. no, yeah, there's no reason you have to have treads. Right. You can yeah, have yeah, the I have, legs. I have,
4: I have six legs. <laughs> nice. I'm a, like it's the spider tank from uh, Ghost in the Shell, kind
2: of. Like, or an STAT or whatever it's called.
4: Yeah, but a little cooler than that. Oh, yeah. yeah That's like, it. Uh, yeah. Believe it.
2: A
3: little less fragile. Yes. I think we're all a little bit cooler than the analogs we think we are. I think you think you're way cooler than you think you are. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I want to thank you for thinking that.
2: <laughs> I think you're both fools.
3: Nobody cares what you think.
4: You are correct. Listen, he has really nice decals. Those are genuinely the you. nicest
2: decals I've ever seen. Doesn't mean I don't like fools.
4: Is he paying you?
2: You want know sarcasm? Oh, apparently not. I thought he would signed you on as his PR agent.
1: You make your way out of the rubble now that the security bots are no longer attacking. I'm going and make
2: an engineering check to see if you can figure out what was uh, going on with the, the box there. 22, and also to answer the... I can do a life sciences as well, to, to answer to his earlier question about whether they're actually alive or not. Yes, please. Carapace rolled a five, which means he doesn't know anything. He's examining like a, a smoke detector. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: doesn't look very threatening. 22 for both engineering and life science.
1: Uh, you can tell that the the are drones. They are not intelligent. They are not uh, true cybertrons. They are just technology. And you think that the, the damage they suffered, combined with the, the kind of smoke and debris that's got left over in the in the building, has kind uh, of confused its its sensors, and it just kind of figured that anything moving in the area was a threat.
2: Less likely that they were shooting things before the bomb went off. You don't believe so. Does the energy, t- does the weapon type that those things use, the same as the, the uh, injuries sustained by the by the people we found?
1: Uh, nope. The injuries that you saw on the bots were uh, essentially like burned holes right through the, the body, whereas the these things were shooting electricity. at you. So it didn't actually like destroy any elements
2: on you, it just shorted out your systems. So the injuries on the other guys were like lasers or plasma or some sort of heat source. So so even if even if the building got bombed and then these things went nuts and started shooting people, it didn't shoot those people. Although I still think it's a major flaw in design. If these things get say, damaged, they all start going so after we're anybody. So setting a precedent
4: that if we just bonk on a security droid, it'll start shooting at anything at random.
1: <laughs> Specifically <laughs> at something, at least... something that moves. <laughs> yeah. If you blast a building on it,
4: maybe. maybe. Well, we have a building in the party, so it's actually kind of <laughs> useful. <laughs> Hey, fall down on this thing. Why? Trust
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> it opens so many options. Yeah, because every time we really need a droid to try to kill us.
1: <laughs> it's like a tent that lives that travels with you. So you take a few minutes and you make your way out of the rubble. As you clear the debris, there is a large group of of survivors that you see outside in the plaza and as you clear the debris they're all looking at you and cheering that you made it out
4: is ironhide that's still there
1: ironhide is still there and he's like clapping and applauding and everything it's like good job good job good job
2: yeah, we survived. We yeah, didn't that's... actually find anybody who was alive. Yeah, that's okay. Or we didn't actually... You did. Oh, you did? Yeah, we sent yeah. him out first. Oh, yeah, that he'd dude. He threatened him, yeah. He scared him, okay. I, or else the story he told might have been a little different. <laughs> this scary Decepticon came in and chased me out of the building.
1: A lot of people were looking at the building as you guys were in there, and they saw a the little guy up on the fifth floor throw a bomb upwards.
2: I didn't mean anything by it, honest. <laughs>
4: no, I mean you, you, it was probably a good
2: thing, honestly. Like it was intended to be, <laughs> right? So not think I'm bombing people.
1: Because the debris from the building didn't like, spill out into the, into the plaza or anything. Yeah, it just yeah. kind of went straight down. If, you, if you, you think that if you let it go off actually in the building, it would have broken some of the structural members on that side, and the building would have collapsed <coughs> forward. It's the, the firecracker
4: principle. It's like If you throw it on the back of your hand, it will do some damage, but if you close your hand around it, it's going to blow your hand off.
2: Well, that's very kind of them. Did they find anybody else in the buildings who were still alive, who weren't shot up? Did you ask them that? And did you find uh, more perforated people over there?
1: We found a couple of survivors. They're going to need some medical attention. And it'll be a while before they can talk again, but they're gonna live. The bot you found on the third floor is gonna live, too. You guys did good work today.
2: He managed to catch him before he ran out of the city.
1: The survivor?
2: Yeah, he was going pretty fast last time I saw him.
1: I suppose he was.
2: Alright, any clues who, who did this?
1: You actually had a clue when you were up on the fifth floor.
2: You mean the exploding clue?
1: <laughs> no, the symbol on the wall behind you. Because you had looked around, you saw the bomb in the corner, and you saw the symbol on the wall behind you. It looked like it was drawn on.
2: It was never described because the bomb sort of took attention away. Right. But we did see it, though.
1: Yep. Go ahead and make a. Who else was up there? It was Rex. Rex, you were there, and Carapace was there.
4: I was there, and I think you're. Because this is on the fifth floor.
1: One of your characters. So it was yeah.
4: two of your... It was the Raptor and the... Blazer and Laser. Yeah, Blazer and Laser at least passed by. Blazer going up to the
1: sixth floor. So it would have been difficult for them to communicate that symbol to you. But Carapus and Nice and Pythagoras both saw the symbol. You can go ahead make a culture check to see if you recognize it.
4: Uh, culture or just Intel? Uh, the same thing. Uh, I have a 20 because I rolled a 19. And a 16 because I rolled a 6. <laughs> it's nice to have a smart member in the party. It's silly, you beat him on it too. Yeah, All yeah. Good job.
1: Good job. Uh, it is two, it's two characters. One is a, a stylized C, and it's actually you recognize it as the the glyph that means Cybertron, the planet itself, mm-hmm. and the number one. So essentially, it is C one.
4: So we found some C four and C one. So we got to find C two and C
2: three. <laughs> I was going, I was going sort of <laughs> <laughs> It occurred to me too C4 as well uh, Do we know what that means though?
1: Pythagoras does not You feel as if you should, you feel as if you've seen this before, but it's, it's just, it's not ringing any bells You know that it, it's something it, It's an organization of some kind it has, it, it's, it's like on the tip of your tongue, it's like ah, oh, I do can't do it. do it, but Caravus Oh you, know. Caravis, you managed to puzzle it out just mm. before you guys came to the induction ceremony today, you were watching the news. And on that news was a story about the Cybertron First Movement. It is an organization dedicated to keeping Cybertron for Autobots and Decepticons.
4: And not neutrals? Not
1: neutrals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They view neutrals as... People who abandoned the war. Instead of fighting for their home, they chose to leave it. And the Cybertron First Movement believes that they have no claim to the planet. Wow, that's so weird. <laughs> that's like, pretty
4: ballsy hey, we considering hate each other <laughs> now we're working together to Wow, okay.
2: The hell the hell that we're the, we're an extreme minority here. Yeah. Do they really need the whole planet of their own? Mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> Cybertron for the Cybertronians, huh? That's right. Or not even the Cybertronians. The Fanatics. Well, they aren't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Come again?
1: I think it'd be kind of interesting if one of your party was actually a member of this organization. (laughs) Well,
5: are you? Well, I mean, you all have excuses you weren't involved in the war. But the ones that were here, sure. They didn't take
2: a side. They didn't feel like fighting over the the scrap people that was left not dragging sure. themselves on the dark streets i'm not entirely you know for
3: war any kind of war you know nothing personal against your war i don't know if it was a little bit closer i might have cared a little bit more you know how far velostron is it's pretty damn far i'm uh,
5: sure that's why i'm saying you have an excuse you weren't here the people that were here a reason
3: we'll call it a reason don't want to use an excuse excuse <sighs> i like that Make sure you don't
2: be diplomatic or anything, <laughs> accidentally.
3: I happen to notice, because, you know, I, I speak politically, you uh, you haven't really answered the question whether or not you're part of this organization that we're talking about. You just kind of skirted
5: around it. No, I, I'm not part of the organization. Okay. I, I think it might be a little too
2: extreme, though I, I don't think they're wrong in some of their beliefs. I mean, wanting to deport 98% of the population. A little too extreme. A little too extreme. <laughs> all right. Ninety-five percent? I'll go ninety, and then okay, cut, cut it there. Oh. A bot's got to know its limits. He's a moderate.
1: <laughs>
2: you're all, you're all just sort of dark and clanky on the inside, man. You would know. Oh
4: yeah. <laughs> I personally don't care that the war is over. Peace is worse for
2: business. Crooks just wear a different uniform.
1: You help out. In the plaza for a little while longer, uh, and you are you're celebrated as heroes.
2: Well, they're not going to us any more buildings,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I comes over to you. So you guys help out the injured over here. This is a nice safe area for you. can't get into any bombs.
2: The next thing you notice, he's got like a stack of injured, and like, oh no, they all fall over. <laughs>
1: You stay in the plaza for a few hours, helping out where you can, and the day kind of wears on uh, most of the citizens that were not hurt have made their way out and are heading home. The ceremony obviously is going to be canceled uh, at the very least until they can until they can reschedule and get some, some guarantee of safety
4: the memory a lot was kind of going on at the same time. Did Starscream seem surprised when the bombs went off?
1: Yes, he did. He did. You weren't next to him, of course. Of course. From what you saw, it looked like he was as surprised as everyone else. In fact, everyone on the council looked as looked shocked and the few actual warriors on there uh, were the ones, even even they looked a bit surprised, and I think someone would try something like this.
4: Right. What's the equivalent of like Cybertronian beer? Is there like a fast-acting fluid or you know something like energon? Energon, okay.
1: Uh, oil as well. Okay. You drink oil. Zap, that's At- that's...
2: zap, that's... Adams. Cyber coolant. <laughs> Cyber.
3: Cybertron.
4: <laughs> yeah, Cybertron. Oh. <laughs>
1: So it's getting into evening, and Ironhide comes up to you, the five of you, kind of in a a hushed tone. The council is going to want to talk to you. Okay. About what? About what you saw in the building.
4: I saw a lobby. Okay, so do they want to talk to us now?
1: They're going to want to see you tomorrow. Get fixed up and repaired. I'll escort you myself.
3: Ironhide. Do you know anyone who can uh, maybe buff out these dens and take care of these uh, injuries here real fast? I mean, I don't want to go before the council looking like this.
1: I get you. There's some repair workers up front near the stage. They can help you out.
3: I wouldn't want to bother you. Unless, uh... all right, I guess I'm all right. I, uh, all this energy I'm burning a hole in my pocket. room can uh, can fix me up nicely. And take care of the buffs and the paint, too. He's not I'm a good. plastic
1: surgeon. <laughs> <in
0: price. laughs>
2: I just need a little touch-up. It'll regenerate. Don't worry. Okay. You'll you'll be nice and shiny. Don't (laughs) worry. Anybody else need healing?
4: No, I'm only... I'm down in stamina, which comes back just after... Yeah, I can't help you in stamina. What's our healing? Like, overnight we heal back, or how does that work? Uh, You heal your
2: level Level in hit points, and you get all of your stamina back. Plus con, right? Level plus con, or just... Oh, just level. Just level. That's two back... Alright, and that
3: with a a cycle rest uh, should do me.
1: There are currently 13 members on the council. Okay. Two delegates from each of the planets on the council, with the exception of Earth. Earth only has one delegate. Cybertron is represented by Starscream and Rattrap. Velocitron is represented by Knockout and Moonraiser. Alright, our people. Eucharist is represented by Tigatron and Raven. Mm-hmm. Division is represented by a pair of twins, uh, Fireshot and Vanquish. Carcer is represented by Obsidian and Elita-1. Kaminus is represented by Windblade and the Mistress of Flame. The Mistress of Flame? The Mistress of Flame. Mm-hmm.
2: Didn't realize she was real. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Junkion does not have a representative on the council because it never petitioned to actually be a member world
2: of the council. <laughs> no, so it's a, it's a petition, it's not a... Junkion doesn't have a central government anyway, not anymore. I mean, it might have been a colony once, but it's pretty much just anarchy now. So is there anything else you want to know about the council before you head into the meeting? And Scarvix is, is its own planet, it's not part of.
1: Right, Scarvix
2: is... Outside the empire.
1: It's its own planet, its own thing. There are mechanical life forms that live there, and I'm sure a bunch of Cybertronians still live there, but also a bunch of biological beings and, and a, a ton of, of different races. So, are these guys like senators? Essentially, yes. Their proper name is Delegate. Okay. Uh, so their official title would be Delegate Windblade and Delegate Tigertron. So they're more like UN. It's like the UN. Kind of, yeah. Right. Starscream has his own separate title as the as the, the leader of Cybertron. It's not like president or anything, right? It's... Right. He's leader of Cybertron, but he's also a delegate on the Council of Worlds. So he's like the head of the UN. Not even. He's head of Cybertron, okay. but he has no additional influence or no additional power on the council, aside from being a delegate of Cybertron. Okay.
4: So there's like a thirteen, and he, he, like no one's vote carries more weight. Like he doesn't—he's not like two votes or anything. Correct. And the human does not get two votes.
1: Mar- Marissa Fairborn, uh, so far is the only delegate, but you would imagine that if the, if the pattern continues, there would be another delegate from birth at some point.
4: Spike, delegate with wiki to the floor. <laughs> so you're gonna go.
1: Anything beforehand?
3: Nope, just taking care of, uh, making sure everything is, uh, take my mirror and check all the spots.
1: I guess everything is buffed out, ready to go?
3: Oh yeah, buffed, shined, waxed, polished, gleaming. Just recharged my weapons,
4: which was only
5: only a
3: single shot. We represent.
5: (laughs)
4: You
3: forgot to put your decals back on. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> this is very embarrassing. Excuse me very much. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right, now I'm ready.
2: Now I'm ready. Is this the next morning, or mm-hmm. unless you had
1: something you wanted to do before? I got nothing.
2: Make sure my tie's tied straight. Do
1: you actually have like a good bow tie or anything? Or is no, just
2: a tie. I mean, I don't. I haven't retied it for about ten years, but I, might, I figured it was an, a good occasion. It's a special occasion.
1: So I just want to com- confirm this here. So you are a 15, 20 foot tall robot with a leather trench coat, fedora, and a tie.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Where do they go? Where did the clothes go when you transform? That's getting sort of personal.
5: <laughs> There's a
4: little closet in the background. Right. <laughs> they become drapes in the window. <laughs> I wonder if the, uh, the curtains match the drapes.
3: I don't know. You
2: shouldn't be so... You couldn't be so Black lucky.
3: drapes, same thing? You mean the carpet? Carpet, that's what
2: Wow. <laughs> no. I have nothing but hardwood floors. Hard as the city in a cold rain. Wood? It's really hardwood. Wood. Maybe it's metal that looks like wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's like formica. But nobody knows.
4: <laughs> foie bois.
2: Linoleum, maybe.
1: <laughs> the Ironhide arrives in the Morning? <laughs> Come on, my friends. It's time to go meet the council before Starscream accuses you of being late.
2: Good morning to you, too, Sunshine.
1: He takes you through Iacon, uh, into Metroplex, into the main council chamber. Uh, Go ahead and make a perception check on the way in.
3: Oh, this does not bode well. I got a nine. Not proud of it, but there it is.
1: You don't hear anything. Okay. Rex. Rex
3: beat him. You got an eight.
1: <laughs> you, you did beat him.
3: Well done. <laughs> I know when I'm bested.
4: You hear
1: nothing
5: either.
4: Carapace rolled a 19, so his modifier is a 19.
5: You
1: hear something. Uh, Wilds Welter Wild got 20. 20? Uh, yeah. And Magnum. Get got a 12. You hear something. Just barely, know. it's like
2: a whisper. The whispering winds of despair.
1: So, Carapus, Wildstrike, and Magnum, you all hear shouting coming from the council chamber. Not shouting as in fighting, shouting as in yelling at each other. Yeah, bureaucrats, like, talking
2: about shit. They appear to be debating energetically.
1: Right, I brings you, uh, brings you in.
4: Uh, just before we walk into the door, I'm like, are we walking into a shit show? Naturally. Always.
1: Yep, you are. Okay.
4: Wanted to see if you were honest. <laughs> if anything, I was honest. Yeah,
1: yeah,
4: no. <laughs> like, is he a war hero? Like, I mean, like, are, is anybody considered heroic
2: in the, the, the post-war? Depends on who you're asking. Well, that's
1: Yeah, uh... yeah that, that's very true. Was there
3: a definitive
2: winner?
1: Technically, the Autobots won, but it sort of just ended.
2: Only the War Profiteers won.
1: Uh, but by all objective measurements, the, the Autobots did win, uh, but the Decepticons dealt them such a, a significant blow before the end of the war that both sides were, were decimated and hurt really, really badly. So even though the Autobots technically did win because they are they were in charge after the fact, uh, there's, there's really no useful actual definition to a winner.
2: Basically a pirate victory is what it's That's called.
1: And into the council chamber? I
4: do so, uh, <laughs> full defensive, expecting to get shot at.
1: <laughs> You're uh, on your way to become a politician right there. <laughs>
4: no, I, I'm a
1: survivor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's... I'll let the fast talk go first. As well. You all enter, and you see everyone kind of just yawn at each other. Uh, Starscream looks super pissed at most everyone.
4: That's usual, isn't it? Is he openly Decepticon? Is that like a thing they can like take off? Like
1: He is not. He has given up his insignia. He does not identify himself as a Decepticon anymore. In fact, before the elections were called, he made a big show of being one of the first people to willingly give up his faction and call out everyone he didn't.
4: Are any of these uh, people openly showing affiliations? Uh, no, actually. So everybody here is a neutral.
1: A neutral or a colonist. Most of the colonists don't subscribe to either faction, but a, a rare number of colonists have actually declared for Autobot or Decepticon and willingly joined that faction. But it was after the war was over, it's more about a political stance at this point than it is an actual meaning in that regard. Uh, so any colonists you see that actually has faction symbols generally have it as more of a political statement. You step into the chamber, Starscream stops you at the other delegates and looks towards you.
6: Well, finally you arrive. You've only kept us waiting for half a cycle. I suppose I should be grateful.
4: Do you want to start again? Mm-hmm. You're immediately putting us on the defensive, which means something's wrong with you. Would you like to start again?
1: <laughs> Is that what
4: you're saying? Yes.
1: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> character doesn't take any bullshit
4: does he no I'm I'm like more natural like you know someone does that they're posturing it's like we're here on time that means that you're there's something wrong with you you
6: shut up you all have explaining to do and we don't have the patience to listen to your nonsense
4: right he just kind of ignored everything I just said didn't
2: he maybe we should just sit here and ignore him deep seated anxieties and inadequacies I do I just stare at you and nod? Uh.
6: This is an official inquiry into the events that happened yesterday. That building collapsed with you in it, and we want to know what happened.
2: Uh, gravity, eventually.
6: <laughs> We've heard that the mark of the Cybertron First terrorist group was found in that building. Something that you neglected to mention to security forces.
2: Oh, that thing.
6: Are we to believe that you didn't notice it? Or is it more likely that you put it there?
2: No, I didn't bring my crayons.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, because if we did, we would have told you about it.
3: What are? Never mind. That's the question for no. I another. Mean, you're just like, <laughs> why? Are
4: you breathe, doing breathe, this? breathe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I mean, you automatically
4: hyperventilate, but even for you. And I'm st- and I'm starting to like you. Hold on. High five! You, yeah. we're we're already a team.
2: Okay. It's his fault for letting us talk first. So I'm
3: I'm slowly backing away like the Kool Aid Man after busting through a wall.
5: <laughs>
0: oh no! Oh, <yeah>. yeah. <laughs> oh no!
3: Oh no no no!
6: You, where do you think you are going?
3: Oh, I was
6: as a member of the Velocitronian. Delegation, You are duty-bound to answer these questions.
3: I actually, I did not see the, uh, the symbol
2: to which you are asking. No, it's perfectly logical. We went up there, drew the symbol, then we blew up the building. We're the only ones who saw it. Why would we do it in the first place?
3: He is being extremely sarcastic <laughs> and not factual at all. Uh-huh. Council members, they are under a lot of stress. As are we all,
2: I'm sure. I don't think anyone told Sweetie he was pretty today. He's a, he's a little he's a little grumpy.
3: No, no, I was told I was pretty.
2: <laughs> you are pretty. Don't worry. Is a scuff? Sweat.
4: <laughs> I cast self-consciousness on it.
6: Security forces caught up with the survivor you rescued. It was he who provided the information. It was he who told us what was there.
2: Well, that's nice. Good for him. Why would we put it there?
6: Why would you have allowed the building to be destroyed if it had evidence that the Cybertron First Movement was involved?
2: Bombs do that. Things go up. Things fall down. It's the way life goes. And it
6: just happened to destroy all of the evidence.
2: Yeah, I'm afraid you caught us. We're brilliant masterminds. We hid the evidence by dropping a building on ourselves. Pardon
3: me for making a point of note, but did not the other two buildings on either side of the one that we went into did not blow up and fall down?
6: No, they did not fall down.
3: They had some bombs go off. They had damage. I remember Ironhide... You remember that, Ironheart? Yes, sir? You told us to go into the center building, and these other fellas going into the building on the right, and these other fellas over here were going into the building on the left, but those two buildings did not fall down. So it would be safe to assume that there are some evidence in those two buildings that's still intact. Did anyone go check out those two buildings?
6: There was no evidence in those other buildings. The only building that had any so-called evidence was the one you five were in. The only reason that you're not under arrest right now is that the survivor corroborates your statement.
4: I mean, there were like eight other dead people.
6: Well, they can't talk now, can they?
4: That wasn't that convenient. I think that was probably the point. Yeah. Yeah, the people in our building were killed before the bombs went off. So somebody came in,
2: murdered all a whole bunch of people... And then set off the bombs inadequately, <laughs> apparently. And then you guys told us to go in that building later. It's almost like we were being. Set. Yeah, so it sounds like
3: mm-hmm. this, is mm-hmm. this is Ironhide. Ironhide. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, no. We all know how unhonorable Ironhide is. It almost almost sounds like we had nothing nothing at all to do with it. But I mean, that's just, just a crazy theory.
4: Ironhide is in the room. He's actually standing at the uh, back. I think he probably just like you know like defensive posturing, like covered his arms over. Like, why are you saying that? <laughs> well, I can you- see your hard ironhide because it's <laughs> glass right here. Why are you dragging me into this? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
2: and you know, no ironhide is an honorable man.
1: So as Starscream is is kind of berating you and and trying to kind of show this blame onto you, the representatives of your worlds come to your defense, so Knockout and Moonraiser for, for Us. and Tigatron and Airraiser for Carapace and friend Rex. Decepticon
2: land. Looks like we looks like we got the eight ball, don't we?
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
2: Don't you play pool with Starscream every Sunday or
3: something?
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, he like war buddy or something, buddy. Yeah. shit, you know?
2: He doesn't want to admit it, they play billiards. <laughs>
3: Councilman Starscream, it seems like on the surface what you might be looking for here is a scapegoat, something to pin the whole attack on to settle the masses and fight the hysteria that might be going on outside these walls. However, what you have in front of you is a group of investigators who are actually at Ground Zero, who could probably find out, perhaps faster than most, what uh, exactly did transpire.
5: Mickey
0: says, What?
3: 14. Uh, I could give you more if you would let me include my profession, diplomat.
1: you bonus for that. You feel that this solution offers Starscream a way out, yet offers him the, essentially the option of kind of blaming you if you mm. fail.
3: Instead of blaming us now.
1: Well, <laughs> a more concrete version of that, so uh, he could blame you now, but you all know that you have a, a good amount of people behind you. Uh, a, a bit of, of resource? Clout. Clout. So you know that you have a, a good amount of clout with the public behind you, and if Starscream were to just outright blame you and try to pin this on you, he'd have some, some problems with it. But if you investigate this on your own or with the, the council sanction, if you fail,
4: it's your own fault. Yeah, you're alley a win-lose when theoretically you should be trying to alley-oop us a win-win. Like, so even if we fail, we're scot-free. And if we succeed, then we get a benefit. And as a fast-thinking politician, that's your, your bag, baby.
3: Yeah. The, uh, my first thought was that he was trying to paint us. Right from the get go, and I want to get out of that hole before I start climbing a ladder.
1: You do feel that you're, you're kind of making uh, making roads towards that. So, I'm just trying to think of like, so this is more
4: of like an outer character because we're collectively smarter than <coughs> any one of us. Uh, like, how could we set it up so that we can set up a win win? So that even if we fail, Starscream is in the clear, and if we succeed, then we're rewarded.
3: We could, instead of becoming an investigation group, maybe a an
2: appointed committee? It's all the same. If we work for them at all, but I mean... So, we... I don't know. Pagdom doesn't really care if they blame us if we fail. <laughs> you don't get the perp, you don't get the perp, you know?
4: Yeah. Technically, we don't have to do anything for them. No, we don't. We can't blame That's obviously bullshit. Yeah. So, we don't... We can walk out of here and be like, Okay, go investigate. Yeah. yeah. Call... Yeah. He's bluffing.
2: We call bluff. We, we could investigate for you, but... Uh, we could just ignore you as well because you <laughs> we obviously have nothing nothing better, nothing better to do right now. You say that to him? Uh, I don't know. Are we still talking to them? I guess. I mean, well, he's you, talking. you say you
1: are. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do it in the voice. Then, yeah, so. yeah, I do it in the voice.
2: If you say it in character I'm voice. starting to think <laughs> that in the voice.
1: <laughs> I do that have a
3: voice. Hey, suck it, Starscream. What? <laughs> <laughs> It was him. Wow! You learned ventriloquism. <laughs> <laughs> I heard your voice coming out of this spot.
2: I'm very talented.
1: One of the other delegates, uh, Windblade of uh, Caminus, uh, breaks in and make a make a culture check. Everyone, <laughs> anyway, so, see what you guys remember or what you
2: know about Windblade. Pythagoras would probably would know, but Xim <laughs> doesn't have a clue. You don't
1: have uh, culture?
2: It's not trained. No, I wanted to, but I just couldn't have the points. You know, it would have been a good, it would have been a good one.
4: There are aspects of culture that you can do
2: untrained. I don't really know how culture works. I mean, he, he doesn't get it. He, he's at straight zero without anything. But I mean, I, I wanted to train that one, but I just didn't get to it. I mean, I could, get transformed transform, but I don't know if, what the protocol for that is. Sweet back got a twenty-one.
1: You know that she is one of the representative one of the delegates from Chemis. Uh, she's also one of the major opponents of Starscream, political opponent. She works with him when it is is relevant and when it is good for Cybertron, good for all the colonies, but she does she does provide opposition to some of his more draconic policies and a lot of his scheming. Uh, The two of them are often seen together, and they kind of put off each other quite a bit.
4: So this is one of those, enemy of my enemy is my friend. Also stars things.
1: Now, sweet, you got a 21, which means you get to find out a little bit more. Is there anything in particular you would like to know?
3: Does she have uh, any non-political connections that she's tied with? Maybe former military trained and such? Anyone who might be inclined to be joined in this uh, Cybertron first movement? Does she know any terrorists, man?
1: You don't, you don't believe from everything that she has, has said publicly that she would go in with, with any kind of Cybertron first movement because her, her primary, not role, but her primary political view is about unity with the colonies. So when they when Cybertron discovered Caminus, or when the, the space were trying to link to Caminus, Caminus provided a lot of resources to Cybertron that Cybertron needed, and Cybertron provided a lot of energy to Caminus which Caminus needed. So the the two are interconnected very very well. So if something were to happen to Cybertron, it would actually be a, a, a negative to Caminus.
3: Flips out of like one then? Do I think she might be one of? Say a prime target for the uh, Cybertron First. Movement. Take her out. It would really hurt the join uh, the joining of uh, Cybertron and canvas
1: From what you remember about Cybertron First, they don't care about the colonies as much as neutral Cybertronians. They don't dislike the colonists as long as they remain. Colonists. So you can visit. You can bring some some resources with you and all that. Uh, you can even immigrate, and that's fine. But as long as you didn't abandon the war,
2: the colonists are doing just what they want, Not being there. <laughs> <laughs> is she a, a vehicle former?
1: Or... She is a uh, she's a jet, but kind of a unique one. She instead of having like jet engines, she has like two turbines in her wings as like a VTOL. Oh,
4: okay. So she's got the bolt, the air blade. Okay. That's what I was trying to think. i like, she helicopter? Like,
2: you know, like I was, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the mistress of the flame here?
1: Ah, uh, she is. She's
2: standing next to Wigwood Nope. I should let Pythagoras out. <laughs> 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 what do we? Why?
4: Why is that? A, a she's name? like,
2: uh, like, I don't remember really. if you'd call her like the, the head religious figure or like the goddess. You know, or I don't think I don't they worship her or she's basically like the pope. I'm okay. cam- camion. Spaceboat. Oh, Spaceboat. Space oh, oh, robo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, robo. Robo. Oh, robo. Robo. <laughs> robo.
1: So, Windblade stands up and kind of directs Starscream's attention to her.
3: Lord Starscream, maybe these fine bots have a point. They can investigate this matter, leaving your security forces to deal with security matters. After all, Ironhide's security detachment is stretched thin. We are in desperate need of investigators. Bots that are not simply security guards,
2: but groups that can be seen as a truly independent organization. And most importantly, one that does not appear to be your security force. Maybe these bots can do this for us.
1: Knockout stands up as well, and he he, kind of adds to this discussion. And we have a representative of the council here on the team already.
3: Thank you, Councilman.
4: <laughs> Wait, a representative of the council?
3: Well, technically, I'm a junior member.
4: So you're one of the thirteen, or you're just like one of the you're the corollary to their.
3: I'm like the runner-up. In case one of them can't perform their duties, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm up next. He's the sixteenth on the bench.
1: Okay. Starscream so looks around at the, at the delegates, and it seems like uh, Windblade and Knockout are really kind of carrying the, the conversation on this one. Just like, do
4: you and Starscream have, like, a thing? Like, dude, what? why are you being a bitch? We're, like, jet jet <laughs> brothers,
5: you know? <laughs>
2: Let's assume that all Decepticons are like bros, you know? (laughs)
5: Like flashing them a wing. Look, look (laughs) at this (laughs) jet! Decepticon! Right here!
4: You're you're doing the symbol. Like, you know, you all know it's there. Jet besties? Yeah, this This is is like like, like, building a symbol. So, fuck you. Right. (laughs) But you like, know, the the truth that he only did that to be a. You know,
2: to be be a. It would have been more convincing if he hadn't used crayon to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Starscream kind of looks around and sees the the kind of the tide of opinion kind of turning against him a little bit. So he knows the kind of which direction this is is turning. So he is going to spin it to his own idea.
6: Yes, yes, that plan is quite good. Hmm. I want you five to investigate this. Leave no stone unturned. And when you find out who did this, when you find out who is responsible for this. You come to me and you tell me what you find.
2: No, we're gonna investigate it, but not tell you.
3: (laughs) Well, we'll we'll make our report known to the council, Lord Sarscreen. What does the human feel about this? Because it's against a
4: biological penalty, I imagine. Uh I have a six. Without whatever the penalty you should give me is.
2: She looks bored.
4: Okay, so I really relate to that though.
2: Wow, she's probably like, when can I go home? I know, right? A giant Stegosaurus sports car and a giant a robot wearing a, a trench coat. If that doesn't entertain him, he's gonna he's in for a rough ride. <laughs> <laughs> it's a woman, right?
1: There is a fair woman, right? Like, do they we have, even recognize gender? Yeah, they
4: have, they have gender. Like that's yeah. a, and it's not just like a. Personality archetype. It's like,
3: and, and I noticed her eyes keep like changing. Like just for a second, they they look like eyes, and then they they look like all fleshy. Then their eyes again. And she keeps doing oh, this. I heard
4: of this. It's, I think it's what blunking? Blunking?
2: Yeah, she's blunking. Is she blunking at you? No, I like her, her her body's like moving too a little bit. Yeah, she's she's winking at you. I mean, she likes you. Wink. <laughs> Is that like blunking? Usually you do it with one eye. But if you do it with both eyes, I think it means he really, really likes you.
6: Ironhide, escort these bots out. You all have your mission. What are you still doing here? Get to it!
2: All right. Do you want the perp dead or alive?
6: Alive. To stand trial. Then we'll execute them. (laughs) That's
4: actually telling. That's actually telling. That means he's probably not involved. Because that was a gut reaction he responded with. He wants him alive. If he was involved, he would want him dead.
2: Ah, good point.
4: That's wiser than I have. So somebody... Do we have anyone wise in this group? Yeah, I have
2: a decent... Magnum has good wisdom. Okay, cool. It's good to have one. Everybody one. Doesn't mean his choices are good. Clearly, look at the coat.
1: Ironhide will then uh, gather you up and escort you guys out of uh, the counting chamber. He's a dick.
2: A whiny little bugger, isn't he? Yeah. He's yeah. an obsolete part. Like, he's...
1: one <laughs> a piece of junk!
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's
3: definitely a cobra.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so Ironhide uh, kind of talks to you from, for uh, a few minutes, just kind of uh, the, the layout of, of the area, and as you're finishing up with Ironhide, it uh, looks like the council has, has kind of gone out of session. Uh, two bots leave the council chambers. Uh, you kind of recognize them going off in the back as other as aides or staff to, to the, the councilors. Three of you recognize the, uh, some of the bots that come up. Sweet Spot recognizes uh, Clocker, one of, the, uh, one of the staff members of the Glossal uh, Council. Transforms into a race car. Don't they all. And Carapace and Rex uh, recognize Depth Charge from uh, Eucharist. Depth? Death?
4: Depth, depth charge. charge. Depth. One other thing. Just before we leave Ironhide and this sort of stuff happens, I kind of pull them aside. I'm like, you know, just between you and me. Who would win in a fight between you and
1: Starscream? Me, of course. Damn right. See? <laughs> Screamer's got nothing on me. What, so who are these people again? Death Charge is one of the uh, one of the staff and one of the, the people who work who work with the, U- uh, the council, specifically the Ukarin U- U- delegates. delegates. Tucker is one of the the essentially one of the diplomatic core of <clears throat> Velocitron, uh, similar in position to you, except a, a bit higher on the on the roster. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit higher.
3: Okay.
4: So his top speed's like a little bit more than yours. Is that how your system works, <laughs> I think? I beat in a race. That's why you didn't get the job. He's got like nitrous in him.
3: No, no, no. I placed. I placed very high. Okay. That's Not why high high I'm enough. here. Not high enough. What do you say? They, they <laughs> caught him doing nitro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that's what their blood was. Well, some positions you can't even race for unless you've got the experience.
1: <laughs> and Clocker will come Where's up to you. uh strike and Magnum, are you guys going to hang around and listen to these two? And if you are, who are you going to listen to? And listen both. You should go talk to Starscream. I don't want to talk to
2: Starscream.
4: Okay, I You're agree like with his... that. I I can't <laughs> argue with that. Thought you like his little brother.
2: I heard enough from already. How could he be your leader? How could you stand it? <laughs> I have a feeling that these walls have heard that phrase many times. Uh, I guess I'll, uh, I don't know. I'll stand behind and listen. I don't know, but I can't listen to both, right? Maybe I can.
4: So well, I can maybe you can. you can. transform into a building, and you can hear
1: all sorts of conversations. You can listen to both, but if you want to contribute or ask questions, you'll have to pick one another. Uh, you, you can't ask questions of both at the same time.
4: <laughs> We're standing way over here. He's over there. I just... Where well, your head can be in one place and your body can be in another. Can your body talk without its head? Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. My head over to the other. Then Pythagoras over to the other group. Now, Pythagoras will go over to the Velostronians. And yeah. uh, Boo! I like the vending <laughs> and, uh, machine better, anyway. The vending machine will sit, sit sit next to them and just listen. Can
4: you turn into a chair?
2: I guess part of your. Well, uh, they have little chairs, yeah. <laughs> but not a person sized chair. Yeah, well, depends on who you call a person. <laughs>
5: and where is Wildstrike going? Wildstrike is going with the uh, Velocitronians.
1: So Pythagoras and Wildstrike both with the uh, and Magnum is going to transform near the Ucologists.
5: Is there something to hang
1: on? Can you walk
4: around without your head? Can you be a headless robot, or can, like, the only way... Like, if it, the head jumps off, then your body is forced to transform into its building.
2: Well, I don't know. Maybe I can. Maybe I can.
4: <laughs> so okay, let me turn the sign. Out of character. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Out of character. No, he can't. He he he's stuck in a building without his head.
4: Okay, that's yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of funny. So, you know, I mean,
2: if he had a third alt form, so he could do that. So you're the
4: main personality, but he. Well, yeah. He when,
2: when I'm a bro, when he's a bot, he's the main personality. Yeah. Much to Pythagoras's chagrin.
1: step charge comes up to the two of you and Magnum's our vending
4: machine.
2: We <like> some pop <laughs> coke hot coffee fritos
1: I know Starscream was was unreasonable but he, he does he is correct in that the, the Cybertron first movement needs to be dealt with uh, I've been sent by by Cybertron and Air Research to answer any questions you have or point to point any, you in any direction that you need.
2: Where are the Cybertronian first hiding?
1: <laughs> <You're not> hiding.
2: <laughs> I think he means that we need, and he knows.
1: <laughs> oh. If I, if, I, if, I knew, <laughs> if I knew where they were hiding, it would have meant dealt well, with
4: by Sometimes you he, just got to ask the right question. So where do we start? Do they have a, you don't know where they are, but... Do you normally find them somewhere? Do we
1: have an inside man? Or we don't. You can you can head back to the building and see if there's any other clues. You can ask around town. Uh, there's. I would probably recommend starting with either Autobots or Decepticons because they don't they don't hold with neutrals and they don't talk with colonists very often.
2: So this is a, not a legitimate political un- organization. They have no public. They have no public face. Oh, it's terror a ter- considered a terrorist organization.
1: That's what we think of them as. Yes.
2: There are, are there any groups, any political units that sympathize, or would have some of similar views?
1: Political or- official political organizations? No. Some of the uh, some Autobots and some Decepticons uh, do sympathize with
2: with their philosophy. Any fringe parties.
1: Nothing that is is known. No. Well,
2: we'll need to shake down the sympathizers then.
1: You won't find any representatives from them on any uh, colonist groups. Uh, you will find them hidden among the hardline Autobots and Decepticons,
4: Were any of the. Was like the traces of the bombs recovered? Like, is it something like homemade? Was it is it traceable?
1: We haven't gotten a, a trace for it yet, but you can talk with the Wheeljack, the head of the science director. He might be able to provide you some answers to that. Wheeljack,
4: how much leeway do we have here? Like we're walking around shaking people down. I know Iron. What was the name? Iron Horse? Ironhide. Ironhide knows us. Obviously, the Council knows us. But are we under the radar? We're going to get thrown in jail. We start pushing people, or what? I mean,
1: well, don't commit any, any crimes. Well, right. But if you have to get if you have to get information from the, the first people, then by all means, get it. We'd prefer, vastly prefer, actual prisoners, but.
4: It's no, like, bribery, because there's no currency. Like, we don't say, like, here, give us 5,000 credits to <clears throat> buy some people's things, because that doesn't really exist here, right? No, we straight in, on our trade parts,
1: weapons, equipment. Right. We have fees or the.
4: So, have we heard of Wheeljack? You have. Well, since we're, like, all Yukarin, and we respect our animal nature, do we have anything that can, like, trace things by scent, like, on a chemical level? Yeah, could we have access to, like... A tracker.
1: Certain new
4: have that ability. I'm looking for one of those people to help us. <laughs> Do you have access to said person? We need a handkerchief from the scene, basically. The crime. Well, yeah. Well, we need someone who can sniff the handkerchief because you don't have, I don't have scent. I mean, but, I mean, at the same time, like, we could just get, like, a chem analyzer. Like, you know, I mean, if there's something along those sort of things where it's like, hey, guess what, this machine... I have a chem analyzer. (laughs)
2: Pythagoras (laughs) has has a chem analyzer. Okay. I mean, can can that track things by scent? You could probably (laughs) modify it. I mean, best to get a sample of, I mean, the chemicals. If we could talk to Wheeljack, get the information, then that would be a big step.
1: I'll put you in touch with uh, Wolfang. He can he can certainly track me in scent. Cool. the name Wolfang?
4: W O L F A N G. Wolfang. Wolfang. Wolfang Namadeus. Fuck. So Wheeljack and Wolfang, I think we are we kind of have our people to talk to. Now, Velocitronians have had 10 conversations in the amount of time
3: it took us to take this one.
1: All right, so Clocker comes up to you. Clocker, how you doing? Sweet Spot, how you doing? Pretty good.
3: How's your uh, how's your pole position hanging? A couple spots there, Sweet. Oh, that's pretty good. I want you to meet my friends here. This is uh, Pythagorean and uh, Wildstrike.
1: Hi Pythagoras, how Hello. Hi, Wildstrike, how
3: What's a word from inside?
1: Well, Knockout and Moonracer both both want off. their apologies.
3: Accepted. You can uh, pass that along to him. I uh, most certainly will. What else?
1: They want me to come over to you and to make sure that you are all set and you have the resources you need to continue your investigation.
3: What resources were they think that we might need?
1: Uh, they do not know. They want you to... If there's anything you need to ask for, they want to provide to you.
3: Very well. Uh, fellas, what do you think? Think we're going to need anything special to get our investigation done?
1: Yeah, what about it? Do you think you guys are going to need anything?
3: Access to all the physical evidence that's been gathered. That's probably going to be a given. You think we can get that? I think so. All right, we'll put that on the list. What else?
5: Uh, considering these are dangerous criminals, we might need some heavy weaponry to go up against them.
3: If and when?
1: Uh, what kind of armor is you think you're
5: going for? Uh, some sort of high powered rifles. Come on
3: now, don't downshift on me. I think we
1: might be able to provide some uh, equipment for you.
3: All right, so that's on the
2: list. What else? If we need to analyze the chemicals or build any custom equipment, that um, a machine shop or a laboratory would be helpful. don't have to have it, but it would be useful and resources, like, in raw materials to, to do such. I'll
1: put you in touch with Wheeljack. Jack. He might be able to help you in that regard. Real Jack,
2: I heard about him. Used to work for the Autobots? He used to be an Autobot. I think he still is an
1: Autobot. Oh, well, that's good to know. He's a head of science director right now.
3: Hey. Did you notice that uh, our friend here is a Decepticon? <laughs> probably
1: wearing it. I Boss got to have beliefs, you know? <laughs> It's a bold statement, you make it. <laughs> a very bold statement.
3: Well, he's a bull bot.
5: It might come in handy.
3: I know that I asked you directly if you were a part of this movement, but do you know anyone who might be a part of the movement that we should probably talk to? No, I don't.
5: But.
1: Are you, are you part of the South First Movement?
3: I already asked him that. You did? Yeah, he answered no. Right? Right. Right. right.
2: But. but...
3: I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt you. You were, you were about to say something very important, I think. I don't even remember now. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, sometimes my the rounds
2: as well. We need a list of persons of interest. Anyone who sympathizes. That's a good idea. I think we're going to need a list of uh, anyone
3: who might possibly be a suspect that you would have already been investigating for said
2: crimes against uh, the bots. And credentials to access anywhere we might not otherwise be able to access. Authority and and the ability to. Uh, Question wherever we need to. The
1: credentials are going to pose a problem because we are not in charge of Cybertron. Starscream is.
2: Well, it depends on whether he wants us to fail or succeed. Might be a lot easier if we uh, had some official way to do it.
4: We were a suspect when we walked into that fucking room. <laughs> so there's probably, that's probably half the planet If Starscream <laughs> has anything to say about
3: it. Well, I'm sure you could probably lobby on our behalf for such goals.
1: I'll do it again.
5: I know you will. You'll probably succeed. We could also use some information on what you know about this organization. Uh, we know a little bit about it, but I'm sure you guys might have more information
1: on it.
3: Probably a lot more intel. They can do that? Well, if that's all set, I see they are uh, still talking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Leaning on a vending machine. Uh, this is a comfy spot.
3: So when's the last time you, you were back at Velostron?
1: Uh, oh, very, very, recently. I just came here for... Ceremony
3: for Earth. You know, I've been here for almost a year. I, I have yet to find a proper racetrack. I don't think they have racetracks here. Not any, not any real ones. I've been going up and down the streets like a madman, mad bot. You should see the parking tickets.
2: <laughs>
3: no, the speeding tickets. <laughs> you only get tickets if you get caught.
1: You know what I heard? I heard that one of the bartenders here is actually a former racer. Former racer. From Velocitron? Not from Velocitron. From right here. From right here. A local racer. A local racer. He actually came to Velocitron and raced in the uh, the Speedia 500. Speedia
3: 500 and won. Wait a minute. What's his name? Blur. 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 I heard about Blur.
2: <laughs> Did he accidentally become president? <laughs> oh, Blur's not a
3: Velocitronian? No. Interesting. Yeah. Really made it and made a stir when he showed up and won. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I have to get a, a drink at this bar. Where's his bar located?
1: The McCadden's New Oil House.
3: McCadden's New Oil House. Oh, is that the one with the shiny sign on the side?
1: Yeah. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't it
3: be shiny? Everything, be, everything be so shiny off. and a <laughs> Our good fashion sense is rubbed off, rubbed off on him.
1: Almost <laughs> as shiny as you are, sweet. Oh, well, thank you
3: very much for noticing. Don't think that racing stripe got by my notice. I seen that. You didn't have that last time.
1: Oh, my, oh, my. Oh my.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're still talking, but I think they're about ready to wrap it up. Good seeing you, sir. You do. It was nice to be able to conversate at that speed again.
1: What is the first place you want to head to?
3: Sounds like the bar. The bar? It's on the way to everywhere.
4: Wheeljack's the common. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say Wheeljack. He's the man with the plan.
1: So you guys get to Wheeljack's lab next time.
0: Oh. (gasps) (gasps) Oh. Dun, dun, dun. This is Blaster, blasting out to the airwaves, bringing you the latest and greatest hits and news updates. I have big news for you today, so keep those audio receptors turned up to the max. Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Carapace is played by Patrick Finn. Wild Strike the Decepticon is played by Mike M. Pythagoras and Magnum are played by Matthew G. Sweet Spot is played by Adam i And last but no way least, Rex and his Dino Buds, Laser, Grazer, and Laser, are played by Rob Muller. Keep the hits coming by supporting the show at TransmissionsPodcast.com slash Rust. And tune in to the Transmissions Network for all your Transformers news and reviews. This is Blaster, the voice of Cybertron's airwaves, blasting out.